What is up? Welcome back to the podcast, um, Becoming the Boss. Um, this is the voice of the podcast, Dallas Prater, as well as the voice of the Facebook page, The Jones Room, which is now called Sigma Male Secrets. Um, you know, uh, I wanted to make an update episode because on the last podcast episode, I kind of left y'all off where, you know, I took out a bunch of payday loans to finally make this business work um, because I was tired of things being stagnant, you know, using old, slow, organic methods to grow the business, the Jones Room, the Sigma Male Secrets. Um, I'd been trying to grow that business for four years. Um, and so, you know, uh, I wasn't really getting any results. And so I wanted to clear my Facebook ad account off, which I had $400 just about on it, you know, um, and run ads because it was a lot faster than the methods I was using and still pay for Christmas and still pay rent. And so to do all of that together, um, I took out a bunch of payday loans, which a payday loan, you take out a huge loan, uh, $2,000, $3,000. I took out $2,000, which is now $3,000 because I haven't paid it back. Um, and, you know, interest accrues and things like that. And essentially every payday, they take out a fraction of that loan. So for me, I took out three loans, you know, and on paydays, I would get $600 subtracted from my account. Um, you know, and so every, you know, every payday, you know, my account has been like negative 400, negative 500, negative 600. And so my point of view when coming into this scenario was like, okay, let's just take out the loan, clear the ad account and try to be profitable before I have to pay it back. And because I was so sick of the, you know, four years in this, you know, trying to build this business, trying to make an impact on these people, trying to change the world to be stagnant, man. I would rather things be even worse than to be the same. Like just take a gamble and make it different, if anything. You know, for better or for worse, let's just do something else. You know, it was my point of view. And so, you know, to give you an update, because everybody probably thinks I died, um, <laughs> you know, and I'm telling this because I know a lot of you are probably building, like, want to build a business, want to build a page, want to have, you know, have ideas that are unique to you. A lot of these people are young men. You might be introverted. You have huge aspirations of how you want to change the world, but you just don't know how to do it. And so I'm breaking down, like, some of the processes that I'm going through, some of the situations and the functions and the mental situations that I'm going through uh, in order to give you a blueprint to find your own way out. Um, and so the way this story ends, uh, well, not the way this story ends, but you know, where we are currently, um, man, it, it's a tough process, man. Every payday, my account has been negative a few hundred. Um, I managed to pay off my ad account again. So still running ads, but, um, you know, there were days where I didn't have anything to eat for many days in a row. I've lost like seven pounds. Um, you know, uh, it, you know, and, and it's gotten, it's gotten progressively worse and worse and worse you know there was a there was a point in time like last week where I really I really didn't feel like getting out of bed like you know um I felt like I was going through my own dark night of the soul going through the valley like I was just completely dejected and 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 burnt out like I never really felt that way before you know I would just stare off into like the city line because I live here in Los Angeles from the apartment. I see the city, stare off in the city line. Like I'd be so out of it, like the image would almost distort and I'd be hallucinating right in front of me. You know, I felt like, you know, like 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 I was just put on this earth to suffer some nights um, because of how much of a nightmare it was. Last rent, man, I had $1,000. Rent's 2000 I couldn't pay it. You know, my girlfriend's mother actually had to pay the other half. And all this, this, this whirlwind, this nightmare was going on. And, and... I really, I really was, it was tearing me apart. I'm turning 25 soon. I wanted to be young, rich, successful, you know, and that window's closing. And so um, it, it was a very, very hard time for me. But there was something my brother actually told me. 
that immediately snapped me out of it and made me it, it, it filled me with a resurgence and so i'm going to tell you about that in case you're going through the valley in case you're going through the dark night um in, in case you have the dark night ahead of you because you want to do great things with your life but before i get there i want to give you a little background on how we led up to this in case you haven't been a long-term listener to the podcast people who are on facebook page are now being invited to listen to the podcast and so you know uh you know when i was young uh you know being social uh connecting with my peers in a way where they thought i was high status where they're excited to talk to me and you know connect with me again and i was always at the top of their mind conversations you know i would always get in the conversation i would babble i would say something stupid listen to me the conversation would be awkward and clunky and i would say things i would think about for weeks you know the conversation would go back to silence um you know i didn't know how to go beyond small talk like you know socially i was i was very very strained when i was growing up and so learning to be social uh learning to connect with people learning to have the confidence to go out and find my voice and use my voice on podcasts and build a business it was a manual process and it was a hard grinding manual process years and years and years of learning and so you know when i graduated high school uh because it had been such a toil for me you know, I, I, I really wanted to impact people in a way where my mentors and the people in the information and habit changes that changed me, how, how much it changed my life. Because I thought, really are charismatic. Um, and if he listens to this, I hope he does. It really, it really was one of my highlights of my day of, of my entire year because I was really at a low point. And, and, and sometimes you feel like, man, I don't, am I even sure what I'm teaching? It, it really made a difference because I try very hard to, to be so. Like, I try very hard to learn this. You know, being naturally introverted, I thought charisma was genetic. You know, so uh, to grow, be able to grow and hone and strengthen your voice in a way that really pierces people's hearts, whether it be through a business platform, whether it's meeting business owners to interview, which I've done multiple, multiple millionaires, uh, whether it be in social circles and friends, whether it be in a romantic life. Um, whenever you hear you made progress, it, it makes a difference. Um, but growing up, I didn't feel like that. And so it was really important for me to impact you and make that difference and make that change. Um, that's what I felt underneath the surface. I want to make change. I want to, I want to make people feel like the way that I felt. I want to feel that I felt strong when I was younger. I want people to feel strong. Like I felt strong, but atop the surface, you know, I wanted to build a business because all the reasons that business is cool, you know, also underneath the surface, I kind of wanted love, admiration, and, and things like that. But, you know, on the surface, you know, I wanted millions of dollars. You know, I want to live a luxurious lifestyle. I wanted freedom. I want to be able to explore the world. You know, I was talking to my coworker. I shouldn't say people's names on this podcast, I think. I don't know if they were like that. But I was talking to my coworker, my homie, man. The other day, he was talking about the northern lights and, you know, the bioluminescent waves and how he wants to see these phenomena as a fire, fire waterfall at Yosemite. And I'm like, I want that type of freedom and access to um, and so when I, when I graduated, I got a zero GPA and dropped out because I hated being there. In the same year, I quit my job just to start this business, um, just to impact it, just to change the world and be somebody. I was even watching the Olympic skater, Nathan Chen, the other day. I watched him fail in 2018. He came back in 2022. It was my girlfriend's birthday. We were at the restaurant, and he succeeded. He won. Too. Like, I want to be that. I want to make people feel the way he made me felt. I want to feel the way he felt just being the champion, being the one. Uh, and we can, we can all do it. Like, we have time. Our window is open. My ads only run to people who are young. You're young. You, you, you still have a shot. Man. You know, uh, I dropped out and I thought the business thing would be easy. Um, 
and people around me tortured me because of it. He called me a bum, called me, called me a mooch, a leech, all these types of names. You know, saying when are people, when are you gonna just grow up? Like all these types of things. And you know, for a long time, it was very hard. I tried everything. I was running ads. I was, I was, I was posting on social media, doing everything that people told me to do to build business. But it was so many moving parts, so many variables. All the while saying, go back to work, go back to school, go back to work, go back to school. It actually culminated in a situation where, you know, I got robbed at gunpoint. Well, first, my parents said, look, you either go back to school or you pay rent here. And I was like, okay, sure. And then right after that, I got robbed in an armed robbery. And I realized life is brief. I never want to work a corporate job again because it's taking so much time and energy away from the things that I think are important and the changes that I want to make in the world. And it's not doing anything for me. I live at home. Um, and so I decided to quit my job and never go back to school. And so the time comes around to pay rent. I thought they would have leniency on me because I just got held at gunpoint, but it wasn't that way. And so I didn't have the rent money. I didn't have a job. And I wasn't really about to tell them in that moment because it would make it worse. And so I left that, you know, I essentially just left my home uh, when I was 22. It started living with my girlfriend and her mother and her grandmother, um, a completely hard emasculated experience you know i used to fake going to work every day because i didn't want to have the same situation with her mother so when my girlfriend got up at 7 a.m 8 a.m for work i would pretend to go with her um and i would go down to the local library and i would just try to work on work on building this business work on building this podcast work on building all this stuff um and came a situation where we were like okay let's change the situation and we moved across the country to los angeles um and then the pandemic hit. And uh, I know this is a long story, but I'm just trying to make it as short as possible. Um, in Los Angeles, it was the same story, man. For the last few years, um, I was just grinding. I wake up working, but, but, but there were so many moving parts and no one was interested. No one wanted to hear my voice. I didn't know how to actually expand my voice and, you know, meet, reach the people that I wanted to meet. Um, whether you're talking socially, person to person, gathering a, a mass movement, talking to business owners, like, uh, you know, I wasn't honed enough. My voice wasn't strong enough to actually connect with people in a way that wanted, you know, made them come back to me more and more and more and more. Uh, it was a process that I was still learning and maturing at. And so, uh, you know, it got to a point where we just didn't have any more money. And, you know, uh, I had to go back and get a job. I got a job at the local casino working as a, a gaming associate. And so, you know, I'm not a dealer, but I'm the person that corrects the mistakes and watches over the game and makes sure the payouts um, go correctly. Um, life goes on this way uh, for another few months, and that leads us to where we currently are. Um, it came up on, because of all the things I did in the past with Facebook ads, like my Facebook accounts were locked up, my Google account is still locked up, I didn't have any money, I just had a barely enough money, I make 2600 a month, um, rent is 2000 alone, gases and groceries, everything puts us a little bit over probably like that. We got to got to I'm not going to really disclose that because that's a little TMI, but um, she basically, but coming up on New Year, you know, that was a situation of Christmas, rent, um, and, and, and this business not working. And I've always been someone that, that, that always felt good about life, that always knew I had a chance, that always had belief. So coming up on January 24th cuts off for no reason sometimes it's weird you know i was like man let's take a gamble like I'm, i hate the way life is i'm tired of living like this i want to make a difference already i want to do it now like man i don't want to just sit at this job you know look out the window and watch all my days wilt away and feel like i'll never be anything and so i'll gamble 
you know, just like the players is because, you know, gamble or take a chance, you know, like J. Cole said, if you never take a chance, how are you going to get rich? And so, you know, I took out all these payday loans and, you know, was hoping that I would be able to have the brilliance after five years of learning to make a sale and make it happen. And um, to make a long story short, you know, uh, it kind of it kind of backfired and led to some of the worst days I've ever experienced in my life. Like um, sales and building business is never a short term process. And I knew that and I tried to go against it tried to go against the grain, go against the principles I know and think I was the one. And, you know, it resulted in what I was talking about. You know, uh, you know, I couldn't pay rent. I couldn't eat. Um, I couldn't do anything. I'm posting on these, you know, my bank accounts are negative hundreds. You know, I'm posting on Facebook over and over again faithfully because I believe in the impact that I can make on these people. I can believe I can change, change the world. I believe I can make riches for my girlfriend, for my family. Uh, my girlfriend's birthday, Valentine's Day passed. I didn't have any money to do anything. Um which was a completely, it was a crushing feeling um, and a feeling that I'm, I'm familiar with, but never to this degree, like to be completely, I got, you know, you couldn't afford gifts, couldn't, couldn't do anything at all. Um, and it drove me so mad because it's not that like, I'm not, I'm not young anymore. I'm 25. I don't have a car. I don't have any money. I don't have anything to show for all the work that I've done. I don't have anything to validate the experience. It almost felt like bitter and like a sense of betrayal. Like I'm following everything that, you know, to a T uh, that, that the people that I look up to taught me and not, it's not working. Like, you know, have I been scammed? Like, what is going on? Uh, it's like this Kendrick Lamar line, you know. Uh, it, you know, looking at all of this money, is God playing a joke on me? Um, I don't have money, but, you know, I felt like the world was playing a joke on me, like a sick prank, you know. I, I wasn't in on it till now. Like, I realized I was the butt of the joke. I was a fool. Um, and it kind of was burning me up. Like, I was legitimately, like, couldn't get out of bed, didn't want to see business, didn't want to make any videos. I didn't want to do anything. Like, I, I felt just completely, like, betrayed and bummed out. And, and really, I felt like a, a hint of psychosis. Like, I was losing my mind almost. Like, I literally felt like I was losing my mind. Like, you know, really, really dark thoughts. Like, almost like suicidal thoughts. Like, you know what I mean? Not like suicidal, but like... the. The, the idea of death since also like relief like you know like I would look at a you know a balcony too long and you know it was a situation where the other day even I was just coming downstairs you know I think this was my girlfriend's birthday the day before you know I was just standing on the balcony and I just broke down and I made a pocket sold and didn't post it because I didn't have anything to say and, and I just didn't know what to do uh it wasn't until last Wednesday where things started to make sense like you know um, I, I had a little bit of energy next Wednesday because I was just fighting. Like, I'm like, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, I have my days off. And so I had a little bit to recover. Wednesday, I felt a little better. Um, one of the things that was bearing down on me was I had to go take a trip to, to my brother in Washington. Um, it's a long story behind that. But he lives in Washington. He wants family to visit him. Our family hasn't. And I want to be the one to visit him and show up for him and be there for him. Because when I was young, when I was a kid, you know, no one really did that for me. When I was a wrestler, when I was in sports, like, I, I felt alone a lot. I felt disconnected from my family a lot. Like they didn't value me. Like they didn't praise me. And so I, I didn't want to make him feel that way, even though he's my older brother. And so, I, you know, he, I, he, he was one. He texted me. He was like, hey, do you want to visit this weekend? And I didn't text him back. I, it was many, many days, many weeks where I didn't text him back um, from multiple different texts because I was just burnt out and out of energy. I didn't have the, 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 the answer for him. And so, you know, I went downstairs that Wednesday to call him and talk to him. And, you know, he, you know, he just, he, I don't know, like, I was talking to him just trying to schedule a date and he started to we started talking about our past and and the way we grew up and I started getting in a conversation with him and he started telling me I started telling him some of the things I was going through and the ways that I feel and you know you know surprisingly enough man like you know we just related on that we linked on that and he started telling me 
like how he was going through it and, and some of the things that you know he calls it the valley man like you know i call it like uh you know uh, i think i call it the valley too i don't remember what i call it you know you're just going through you know the, the darkest moments of your life you know um he was telling me about moments where he he was in similar situations with dad and you know he felt just completely illusioned with life and you know you know he felt like 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 the world and you know, everything was, was coming down on him the same way I felt. You know, I'm not going to get too personal about his information because I don't know if he'd like me sharing that or whatever. But 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 he'd been through, through so much of like, you know, just a dark tunnel where the light and then was just a pinhole in the dark. And you're just walking forward because that's the only thing you can do. Um, and he was telling me, like, how he kind of came out of it. And what he told me is... You know, think of where you're going with, with with the business. Think about what you want out of it. Think about how it's sucking your soul. Um, and you can find why the effects of the business are weighing on you like that if you try to understand, you know, if, if you try to understand how you're aligning with it. And so he asked me, like, you know, think back on your life. You know what I mean? Think back on everything that, that you ever thought, you know, think, think think back on what he said was think back on your, your best moment ever, your highest moment where you were the most happy. And I thought back on my life in the highest moment there I was most happy. And, you know, for me, one of the highest moments I ever had was when I was a kid and you know, I was 14 years old, no, 15 years old. And I won the JV County title. No, I was actually 14 years old. I won the JV County title as a wrestler. Um, and I remember standing on the mats and, and the light pouring down on me. I remember everything, everybody going wild in, in the stands and, you know, seeing the first snow of the year. And like, I remember just feeling completely light, like, 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 like a feather, like, like, like lighter than a feather, like nothing. I felt like nothing. Like I felt like everything at the same time. And he said, think back on what that moment consisted of. And when I think about what that moment consisted of and what made me happy about that moment, it was, I mean, it was the first moment I ever felt validated. It's the first moment I ever felt seen. It was, it, it was the, that was the catalyst for me being a voice, for me being charismatic, for me being strong. That was when the manual process really started to click and make sense. And I started to, you know, change the chemistry in my brain and be the confident, strong man that I knew I could be. That was the start of that journey. And after that, I got obsessed with wrestling. And I thought I just loved wrestling. But the reason I love wrestling is because when I went, when I won, people would love me. People would be proud of me. And growing up, you know, as I said before, like I never felt like my family was proud of me. Like they really, we didn't really talk. We didn't really connect. And here I had a community. I had a tribe. I had people that cared about me. And he says, you see, look at that. Look at that moment. Like what made it important wasn't the, the freedom or, or the business like or the money. You didn't have any of that. What made it important was that you were around people that you cared about, that cared about you and loved you and, and were excited for you to win. They, they, people who thought you were a champion, people who were proud of you, people who, who looked up to you. That's what mattered. And it made me realize, like, I was chasing this idea, like, before 25, I want to be rich. Before 25, I want to build this business. Before 25, I want to have money. Before 25, I want to have this lifestyle. Um, and that was draining me, like, because my goals, where I was headed to, they're, they're, they're properly placed. These are things that I want and I should want, but I was weighing them and weighing, you know, my self, self-serving needs over the contribution um, in, in, in the impact that I would have on the people that were following this page. And it made me realize, like, if I just contribute and I, and I impact these people, even if I never make any money from it, since my currency is for people to be around me and to connect with me in a real way and to be proud of me and to be happy with me and have good relationships, 
I realized that would really be like it would be it would be it would be enough. Like I'm almost my body's almost fighting me against saying that, but you know, obviously I need to be rich. I need to be somebody. But that would be enough. That would be amazing. And it made me realize like all oh, business systems and ads and everything was failing because it was about profit. It was about all these crazy metrics like profit and, and, and building a business and being a being a rich person and you know, getting the money as soon as possible instead of creating offers and structures and things like that that were that were building a community, that were building people, that were building a movement around things that really mattered, contribution, change, impact. He sent me this quote. I'm gonna wrap this podcast up because I gotta go do laundry. I have work soon. Uh, he sent me this quote that I want to read for y'all. It's from a book that I think he reads called Flowers for Algerian. Um, the quote is, I see now that the path I choose through the maze makes me that I am. I'm not only a thing, but also a way of being. One of many ways, and knowing the path I have followed and the ones left to take will help me understand what I'm becoming. And the way that I took that is, you know, I'm not the goal. I'm not the end. You know, when he's going through what he's going through, he, I believe he read Awakening the Buddha within or something like that. Um, and it made him realize that the moments in, in being here and what they consist of and appreciating them and really knowing the currency that matters in those moments is what will help you feel you to the next level. And for me, it realized, like, people are commenting, people are watching, people are seeing these, pay, like, be there with them. Change things with them. Impact them. Worry about them. Don't worry about being the thing, being the rich person, being the being the Lamborghini, or being the main. Be here with them right now, and that'll make all the difference. And just immediately after that, you know, I told him, man, like, it, it, you know, all the weight that was on my shoulders just disappeared in the thin air, and it made me feel a hundred times better. So that's the message I want to leave you with today. Um, you know, at the end of the day, all everything we do as human beings consists of human beings. Every goal we have, the important part of it is humanity. The important part of it is the people and the communities that you build around it. Um, worry about being rich. Worry about being famous. Worry about these things. They're really good. They're really cool. You should. You deserve these things. You work so hard. You have a big heart. You deserve these things. Worry about getting friends. Worry about getting a girlfriend. You deserve these things. Put too much weight on them because it'll tear you apart. These things are a symptom or a result of frequency focusing on people and impact, I believe. I don't really know that for sure, but I believe. And when you focus on these things, they don't come and it almost tears it's like a reverse like a Chinese finger trap. You try to pull out, it'll tear you apart. You pull in, you push in, you do the contradictory thing, and you get the results that you want. So that's all I really have to say today. I have a lot to do. But this is Dallas Breeder. This is a podcast, the Jones Room. I appreciate you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Review, rate, subscribe and all that cool stuff. Peace out.